Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you to our Jay Webb, who is our announcer, and a thank you for joining us today for the International Gospel Hour. I'd like to ask you a question. If it were possible, would it not be something to enter a time machine, go back in time, and literally see Jesus in His ministry? To be able to experience as John did when he penned in 1 John 1 and verse 1 concerning Christ, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Oh, to touch the hands of Christ. Let's think on that, and we will talk more in a moment. First of all, do you have any questions you would like to hear discussed on the International Gospel Hour? A biblical question that you've wondered about? We would gladly consider your question for a future broadcast. You can go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com and send us your question. We appreciate all of our listeners and thank you for your interest in spiritual things. That's right. You can leave us a question and we will consider it for a future broadcast. Please go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com and send us your question. And now, let's think about some things concerning Jesus Christ. You know, John 3.35 says, The Father loves the Son and has given all things into His hand. Why, this is a reference to authority. After all, in Matthew 28.18, Jesus said that all power or all authority is given unto me in both heaven and in earth. And Ephesians chapter 1, beginning with verse 22, speaking of God unto Christ, that He had put all things under His feet and gave Him to be the head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him that filleth all in all. But let's think about this in another way. There are several hymns that deal with the hands of Christ. And while these songs are not written in a literal sense, we understand the compassion and safety of our Lord. Oh, to thrill at the assurance of, Though His hand may lead me over drearish ways, Anywhere with Jesus is a house of praise, And even that classic, Hold to God's unchanging hand. These hymns serve as a reminder of the assurance and compassion within our Lord, and also that we may praise Him in song. We love Colossians 3.16 that teaches, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. As we've been talking about the hands of Christ, for the next few moments let us consider the study from the Scriptures how the hands of Jesus literally touched others, and the impression therein, what He did for them, and let's draw a parallel to how the hands of Jesus can touch us today. First of all, consider Matthew, the 19th chapter, beginning with verse 13. Verse 13 says, There were brought unto Him little children, that He should put His hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer, little children. And forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them, and he departed thence or thereafter. 
You know, this goes back to Matthew, the 18th chapter, verses 1 through 6. When Jesus took a child in the midst of them and taught them who was the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and taught us that except we be converted and become as little children, we could not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now here we are one chapter later, not very long afterward, and you would have thought the disciples would have learned this key lesson from the Christ, how he could take those children and love and care for them. Have you ever seen the artist's depiction of Jesus holding children? Indeed, how precious it is. You know, I had a dear brother in Christ tell us one time as a group of preachers, he said, if you treat the children gracefully and you treat the older members gracefully, you can have a good long ministry. I love it when children come up to me, want to tell me about the things going on, want to ask me a question. I treasure them very much. Let me ask this question concerning the hands of Jesus and the blessing of children. Are we forbidding our children to come to Christ? God forbid we do so. In Colossians 3, beginning with verse 20, Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. But listen to verse 21. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. What a beauty it is for us, what a beautiful thing, shall I say, it is for us to teach our children and to instruct our children about Jesus Christ. Think about the example of the aged women to teach the younger women in Titus 2 and verse 4, to go on to instruct how they should love their husbands and love their children. May we never refuse our children. We must give them the touch as the Lord did. Statistics say the more involved we are with our children, the less likely they will have trouble in their lives and in turn cause us trouble. May we constantly remind ourselves to have our priorities right and teach what is more important and what is first in our lives. Allow Matthew 6.33 to be our guide when Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let us allow the hands of Jesus, if you will, to always hold our children, to allow the hands of Jesus to be used through us, to be the examples of Christ as we learn in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. And as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1, Be ye followers of me as I also am of Christ. Allow our children to see Jesus Christ in us and let them grow in that grace and that knowledge of Christ as we learn from 2 Peter 3 and verse 18. I'd like to pause here, kind listener, and ask you a question. Would you love for you and your family to grow in the knowledge of the Bible? The International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. You could take these courses and study along with your children and make it a Bible time each evening. Give us a call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. That's 1-855-IGH-6988, and your free Bible course will come your way. We also would like to encourage, in light of our point of the blessing of children in the hands of Jesus, as Jesus uses us with our children, that we'd love to share with you information on how to make Bible time happen in your home. And we will send you a free brochure that you can read and consider to help you along that line. So please feel free to ask for the Bible Time brochure when you call for your Bible course. Again, that's 1-855-444-6988. 
or 1-855-IGH-6988, which of course the IGH is 444. We'll send you anything from here absolutely free. We thank you for your interest. And now, back to our study, The Hands of Jesus. How about Peter on the water? We now go to Matthew, the 14th chapter, beginning with verse 28. When Peter saw Jesus in the storm that night, he cried out and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Oh, the power of Jesus that he had over the weather and its elements, and how the hand of Jesus reached for Peter and rescued him from sinking in such horrific weather. You know, the question was asked one time, I wonder how far Jesus allowed Peter to sink before he reached for him. Well, folks, we don't know, and that answer is kind of irrelevant when you think about it. But the fact of the matter is, when he cried out, Lord, save me, Jesus stretched out his hand, and he was there. You know, Mark's account of this uh, of this event in the life of Jesus, I should say, Mark's account states that even had come, evening, Mark 4.35. And after a day of teaching by the seaside about the sower and the seed, Jesus now enters the ship. So he's teaching at the seaside earlier, but now he's teaching in the sea itself. You know, I have journeyed on the Sea of Galilee, and I've learned lessons about how the warm weather in the lower part of the area and the cold weather that's up in the mountains sometimes will whip and join together, and that's what causes that little Sea of Galilee to have such a storm upon it. Well, you know, folks, with that being said, Let's think about storms in another way, the storms of life. Let's think about how, if you will, things whip one way, things whip another way and join together, and we're faced with some of the most challenging troubles, worries, challenges of life. It could be matters of health. It could be matters of losing a job. It could be a variety of things. And you know, when I think about storms and in this account of Jesus at nighttime, you know, sometimes in the evening, there are things that happen because of the darkness, and it makes life so much harder. You know, is a child more afraid of the dark at night or the light in the daytime? And many individuals who have lost a spouse tell me that the nights are the longest part. Dear friends, when we struggle, like Peter, please know this, cry out, the Lord is always near. He always extends His hand through His invitation to come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The storms of life can consume us, but from those texts in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 with Christ He extends His hand to us to hold it as He can lead us through our storms, if we will but let Him. So, dear friends, from our lesson today, are we the example before our youth we should be, the right mother, the right father? Are the storms of life causing us to sink? The hands of Jesus can still make the difference. In John 10:28, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. 
And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You see, Jesus has his sheep because he's the shepherd. Dear friend, are you the sheep you need to be under the shepherd Jesus Christ? Reach out to us. Through the hands of Jesus, we'll help you in that direction in seeking those things for your life that you desire. And dear friends, thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'll see you next time. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.